This is 15 Minutes to Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Nidell, and today's episode is Mistakes Happen. In today's episode, I'm going to share with you how I just made a massive mistake and what I've done to own it and overcome it. This is a, this is a unique episode. I sat down knowing that I need some content, knowing that I needed to record more shows. Literally said to Kurt, what should I record on today? He excused himself, went to the restroom, comes back in. I'm going through my DMs inside of Facebook Messenger, something I don't often do. Facebook kind of seems like the black hole for me. If you message me and I'm in the Instagram land, I respond very quickly. Facebook, a little bit different ballgame. So I'm going through the messages. I see one from someone that I respect tremendously. This message says, are we still meeting today? Question mark. This message is time stamped at 346. As I record this episode, it's about 430. I just noticed this message. To set the backstory, this individual is someone that one of my wife's good friends is friends with. This man and I spent some time together maybe two years ago. Could be even more at this point. Could be less. I don't have it. I don't have my phone pulled up in front of me. I don't know exactly what it is. But in this, this guy is incredibly well-respected. He's someone that I, I have tremendous value in the time that he shared with me. Someone that owns his own business. Someone that's a, a positive influence. Someone that I just generally enjoyed being around. About a week ago, maybe a little bit longer, this same individual messages me. Hey, man, I would love to get together with you. Been following you. Been listening to podcasts, see some things that have changed. Looks like you're just absolutely on, on fire, something along those lines. I'm probably pontificating, giving myself more credit than it really deserves because of how embarrassed I am of this situation. And I said, man, I would love to meet with you. Admittedly, my schedule is very tight right now. Let me see if I can pick and choose and find a date or time that might work. And I look at my calendar and I look at my schedule and I have this window of time on Wednesdays. I have a window of time from give or take 1.30 p.m. until 4.30 p.m. It's like the, the four-hour window in the middle, the three-hour window in the middle of my week where I don't have something concrete scheduled. And so I said, man, this, this is the window. Can we meet here? I can meet you at 3.30. I have to be back at the office by 4.30. I have some other stuff to do. Got a client meeting at 5.30. I have to honor that. He eventually says, of course, I can make that happen. I have another meeting that I have to conduct, so I can't be there till 3.30 versus a 3 or 2.30 meeting. A day or two passes, and he messages me back. Look, at my, my previous meeting, I was able to move it around some, and I can actually meet you at 3. Fantastic. It's great. He asked if we should meet at the same place we did before, which was a Panera bread and bagel or whatever, Panera bread just at the outside of a local shopping center. That shopping center is about 15 minutes north of it where I'm recording this episode. It's also 15 minutes south from where I believe him to live. This entire story is set up for the fact that he is the man that I'm supposed to meet today. And I see the message and my heart sinks. Here's a man that I respect. Here's a man that I hold in high value. Here's a man that thought enough of me to reach out to me and ask for time with me, and I am standing him up. 
because it's 4.30 or whatever time it is, 4.20. And I'm just now seeing the message that he sent. Inevitably, I'm going to assume from the Panera, basically wondering, where the hell am I? Now, of course, before I go down that path, where in your life have you potentially just made a mistake and not wanted to own it? Because owning it means that you came up short. And coming up short is uncomfortable. We all have those spots. And this is a big one for me. Because I respect this guy. And I, I, it's all these things are firing on my head. Like, why didn't you just text me? He didn't text me because we didn't really exchange numbers. So it's that's a story, though, right? It's not his fault. Like, he wasn't supposed to text me. We had an agreement to meet at a certain place at a certain time on a certain day, and I didn't honor that commitment. I'm thinking, man, how, how did I miss this? And so the excuse train comes for me. Like, just barreling down the tracks. Like I can tell him, look, I got tied up. I can tell him I had to record some content. I can tell him that any number of things happened. Day was slow. Make something up, right? I mean, we've all done that before. I'm sure you've done that. You fabricate the truth a little bit. You bend it just a little bit more than you need to so it serves your your version of the story. And I'm starting to type, and I'm like, nope, delete that whole string. I'm certainly one of those that will type and type and type and be like, nope, that's a very poor use of who I am, and I'll delete a whole, whole text block. And I'm trying to figure out what to say. Then I decide to just tell him the truth crazy, right? Just own the truth. Because there's a thing that's a part of Wake Up Warrior and a part of a number of other men's groups or entrepreneurial groups or life coaching or training or personal development. I don't care what you call it, but it really all starts with stop fucking lying. Stop lying to yourself. Stop lying to those people around you. Stop lying to your business partners. Just stop. Stop. Stop lying. And so I message this guy the truth. Message essentially reads, again, I'm not, it's not verbatim, it's not in my hand. I feel beyond words filled with remorse for not honoring my commitment to you. I did not place the importance required on our meeting to put it in my calendar or to share a meeting invite with you that would remind me to be there. I don't expect you to forgive this as time is the one resource that we cannot make more of. If you would ever consider meeting again, I would be happy to do my best to accommodate your schedule. I am sincerely apologetic for not putting enough value on you, your time, or our energy and time together to have shown up for an appointment that I committed to arrive at. Have a wonderful day. I hit send and I put the phone face down on the floor. And then Kurt walked in. And then I came up with this, this topic for a podcast. You see, because it's too easy in life just to run from this stuff. Right? Like I don't want to tell this man that I've made a huge mistake. 
it's painful to say to somebody, I didn't value your time. But the absolute facts of life as they are sitting right now in this moment are that I didn't. Because had I put enough value on his time, I would have actually shown up for the phone call. I would have actually shown up for the meeting. I would have actually put it on my calendar. I would have actually followed up with him to confirm he was going. I would have done things to make certain that I was where I said I would be when I said I was going to be there. By the nature of me not doing any of those things, I must own the fact that I didn't care enough to show up. That sucks. It's not fun to say that out loud, but it's the truth. But it goes deeper than that, right? Like just having that conversation out loud, or if you, as you're listening, are ready to start owning some of the things that you have as shortcomings, owning them is a wonderful first step. But what do you do to change that behavioral pattern? Like, why did this happen to me? What happened because I get self consumed and I become self involved and self indulged? And by the nature of those three conversations running synchronistically in my life, I didn't pause to put it on my calendar. I live my life by a calendar app called, I have Calendly that helps book appointments. I don't, Fantastical I think is the app on my phone. And it synchronizes my Google Mail and the 14 email addresses I have and my Calendly link and the podcast promotion and all the things together. And so it's a one-stop shop. And what I found is if I don't stop immediately when I say I'm willing to do something and put it on my calendar, my day gets spinning out of control and I don't honor the commitment. And to the person I'm not honoring it to, all I am is a jackass, right? Like this guy doesn't care that I needed to record two podcasts with my wife. He doesn't care that I had two coaching calls this morning. He doesn't care that I needed to eat before this. He doesn't care all the stuff that's happened, the mice in our house, the issues I'm having with my wife. He doesn't care about any of that. He cares that I said I would be somewhere and I'm not there. And it's a piss poor reflection on who I am. So knowing that it's a bad reflection on who I am, I have to decide to do something differently about it and then actually take action with it. And when I take action, then I have to eventually come back and decide in a very short order, did that action actually serve me? Did I grow and expand in capacity as the version of myself from making this decision? That's the same thing I'm going to encourage you to do. I know you have areas in your life right now, right now, where you have lied to people in the past week. You probably have lied to someone in the past 24 hours. You have certainly lied to yourself in the past eight hours. You've either lied to yourself by saying you're not good enough, you can't do something, or you don't know how to, or you've lied to yourself by literally fabricating a reality that's not actually true. You see, I know we all lie because I used to be that way. That old me was still present 15 minutes ago when I'm texting this guy. I wanted to fucking lie to him. I just decided I didn't have to. And of course, I don't know the outcome. My phone's face down. I don't have notifications on from Facebook, so I don't even know when he's going to respond. But when he does, I'll own whatever it is. If he never wants to meet again, I don't blame him. There has certainly been times in my life where I have said after a time or two of trying to meet somebody and them not honoring their commitment to me, I'm just out. My time is more valuable. Especially knowing that this guy moved around the schedule to accommodate my schedule and I didn't show up. Like it's weak. It's just not, it's not a true representation of who I am. But in this moment, it is, right? My perception is my reality. The reality of the situation is I didn't show up. I didn't honor a commitment. And so it's just a lesson I've had to learn. 
and I'm learning it real time. First lesson I first take away from this, I'll make a commitment, stop everything else, put it on my calendar, and then send that person a confirmation. And then I have a series of triggered events that send me text messages an hour, half hour, and 15 minutes before I'm supposed to do something so that I'm painfully aware that it exists. That's step number one. Step number two is make sure the people that are important in my life know they're important enough that I share all my contact information with them. There is no reason I shouldn't have this guy's cell phone number, email address, that he shouldn't have my cell phone number and email address. That's just a good way to conduct business. We don't have to communicate through Facebook alone. It's the extra steps that matter. The final thing I've, not final, but the third thing I've learned from this, when you make a mistake, quickly just own it. There's no point in running from it. It's not going to make it better. We all make mistakes. The mistakes that you made, I guarantee you, someone else has made them before you. More than likely, I have made them prior to you. If nobody else owns it, I'll own it for you. Whatever fuck up you have, I have done the same. And so the fourth takeaway, the final takeaway for me, is you make a mistake and you own it, then do something about it going forward. Create a new plan, create a new system. I'll work towards trying to convince this guy um, in an appropriate way that I really do want to meet with him and that I'm apologetic for what happened. Because I am. He can choose to receive it or not receive it, but it's coming from a place of authenticity and genuine feelings. And so I have to, he has to take it where he wants to. No, he has to meet me where he finds me. So where in your life right now are you not owning the truth? Where are you running from what's actually happening? Is it in your body that you're telling yourself all these stories about the current condition of your body, whether how much body fat you have or what you're actually putting in your, in your body for fuel? Maybe you're running from the fact and not owning the truth that you're drinking and not working out the right way. Maybe it's fried food. Maybe it's not enough sleep. Like There's so many variables in your body. Like Just stop lying to yourself. Same thing in your relationship, right? Like As you sit here, there's a good chance one of the relationships in your life, even if it's not your boyfriend or girlfriend, but one of them you're not being your authentic self. You're not owning what's actually happening. You're not sharing the truth of the matter. Your life becomes exponentially easier right after it sucks. And it sucks when you own the truth and it gets better once you've put it behind you. Or maybe it's in your business. Maybe as it pertains to your business, you're not owning the truth that you're actually miserable and you need to move on to something else. And because those people around you think you're crazy for giving up on a good job or a good opportunity, you're afraid to make the move. But not owning your truth is slowly killing you inside. So when you start honoring your own truth, owning the fact that mistakes happen, and doing everything in your power to recalibrate so they don't happen again, every day you're able to get shit done.